Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The Mind Aware 609. If you're on Facebook, be sure to catch Dana when she's live. Get notifications when Dana is going live at DanaUpdate.com. When you're connected at DanaUpdate.com, you're the first to know when Dana is live and you get access to weekly freebies. Just go to DanaUpdate.com to get notified and you can hang out with Dana live and get fired up together. Even if you can't join her live, when you're registered at DanaUpdate.com, you get immediate access to the replays. Hanging out with Dana Live is brain training at its best, so make sure to get registered at DanaUpdate.com right now. Hey, 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 Dana Wild, and welcome to the show. You know, it's Thanksgiving here in the United States, and I'm feeling so very thankful for you, and I thought I might do something just a little bit different on today's show. I don't know if you're familiar or not, but I have a membership group where I get together with the members twice a month, and it's called Train Your Brain U. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com. And we talk about life lessons and, you know, people can come on and ask questions and we have a really good time. And I had something happen lately, which turns out for which I am grateful Now, this might be strange to hear because I was robbed. You might say, what, what? Why would you feel grateful for that? Well, seems perfect to talk about this on Thanksgiving. And so rather than tell the story again, I'm going to share the audio from the session I did with the Train Your Brain You members. Here we go. Here's the thing with transition and that the work quote unquote work or the play is never done. I'm going to tell you a little story. So I, I think it's two weeks ago. Now I kind of lose track of time sometimes because I get sucked into just different vortexes. (laughs) So I'm going to say that it's about two weeks ago. Now it was a a Thursday or a Wednesday ish. And some we were, it was whenever it snowed here in Minnesota and we had this bird fly in and hit one of our windows. Our house is all windows. So it's really just a disaster for the birds. And a bird hit the window and it fell down to the ground. And I was down here a lot of the day in my my office space. And I was doing a lot of webinars that day, but every time I would go up for a break, my man would give me the update on the bird. You know, the bird is now, is still been sitting there, sitting there kind of dazed for three hours looking around. So then he finally went out and he tried to catch it. And it kind of flew cockeyed and flew behind. We have uh, wood for our wood burning stoves out there and flew behind. And then he had to get it out again. And then it flew up into this tree. So it's about, I don't know, pretty dang high up in this tree. But we could see the snow was coming and it was sitting there. And it was like, you know, and we're like, oh, my gosh. So I was done for the day. And we're looking at that bird. And I said, doll, you're going to have to get up on a ladder. You're going to have to go get that bird because we cannot let it, you know, if it's going to die, we can't let it die up in that tree. 
freezing to death in this snow. And if we can save it, we have a place in town, emergency center for wildlife. So people, if you bring in an injured wildlife, they will, they've got a team of vets that will take care of it. So he said, okay, so we're out there in the snow and he's on this ridiculously tall ladder. And I'm at the bottom holding this ladder in the literal snow and ice. And he gets up there and he gets the bird down. We put it in a box and we put some grass because we've got cat grass that we grow for the kitties. And we put some seed because we've got bird seed and all this stuff. And we put it in an area of the house where the cats aren't going to get at it. And we just say, okay, let's just hope it's, it's okay by morning. So the next morning comes and I'm fully expecting it to be dead. But of course I open up and it's not. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. This bird made it through the night. So I say to him, you know, my man, I say, okay, I'm going now. I'm leaving right now, first thing in the morning, because I got stuff to do today, but I just want to get this bird into the vet as quickly as possible. So I drive in, it's snowing out, just miserable weather. And I get to the emergency vet's office and I pull in and I've got my hands full of this box with the bird in, but I'm used to being in there and I walk in and I fill out the form and I've been there before. So I know this system and I'm literally in there, like honestly, five minutes, maybe 10 on just an extreme day, but I'm, it's five minutes. So I walk out to the car and I get in the car and I have to register and I look because what I see is my whole window has been smashed and it's completely shattered and my it's just glass all over my car and I'm having to register, oh my God, my bag's gone and my phone's gone because I had my hands filled with bird. I've got no, my bag is completely gone. My phone is completely gone. And I'm like, I've just been robbed. Like it just hits me, you know, like I'm somebody actually, and I mean, it feels so violent that somebody would smash my window like that. And it feels, I feel so violated. And so I'm like, holy shit, this is big, you know? So I go inside and I tell the person and she says, you know, we had that same thing happen to a doctor last night and we need to put a sign up. And I'm thinking, retracing all my steps and thinking about like, all this, because of course, this is going to be the moral of the story here. This isn't just a big old, oh, poor David got robbed story. This is like, this is a result that I got in my life, right? This is a result that I got. So long story short, the good news is I had the idea because I was training my brain to, to use find my phone on my iPhone and trace that phone. <laughs> so we called the cops, waited forever for the cops to get there. But while we're waiting for the cops, the woman behind the register and I, we found my phone parked at a per Perkins down the road. So we got the cops to head over there and we got the phone back, but we didn't get the bag back. Let me tell you, like you get that phone back, that feels like, okay, I, I got my life back again. That's everything in my life right there. So here's the, here's the moral of this story, or here's the process of this story that I'm thinking of, because of course, it's easy to be a victim, but I know from years of experience of brain training that my outside picture always matches my inside picture. And one of the things I mention in the Discover and Shift Your Limiting Beliefs Toolkit that you can get into in a little further, if you want to go get it, it's free. It's danawild.com slash toolkit. But a lot of times people wonder what their limiting beliefs are. I don't know. What are my limiting beliefs? 
You know, we can say like, well, I think money is equated to hard work. That's definitely one of mine. What are my, what are the things that I'm limiting? But if you want to know for sure, 100% what your limiting beliefs are, just look at the results you're getting. Look at the results you're getting. That's the best way to do it. Your outside world will always tell you where your beliefs are. And if you ignore them, they will get bigger and bigger until someone smashes in your window with, <laughs> with a hammer. And then you'll go like, okay, maybe I need to take a look at this. So I'll tell you personally, I had a story for a long time. Uh, and this comes from, and some of you know this story, but I was raised in an alcoholic family. And my dad, I would save up some money and he used to steal it. He'd find it and he'd steal it. He'd go buy alcohol with it. So for years, I kept having this series of things happen where I would make money and then it would get stolen or things would get stolen from me. And so then I worked very hard. I played very hard the train your brain way on shifting a story about money being safe with me. Money is safe with me. I'm a good money manager. Money is safe with me. And I, even now I say it, it's one of my favorite favorite mantras. Like I know money is safe with me and I know that and nothing happened for a really long time, like years and years and years. I haven't had any incident of anything being stolen. And so then this happened and I thought, God, that's so weird. That hasn't happened so long. And then I remembered something else recently happened where money that was allocated to me didn't go. And so I started thinking like, okay, I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here. There's something else happening here that is that is at work. And, and I want to put a cross the T and put a dot on this for everybody who might be listening and might be new to brain training. And you might be thinking like, yeah, but there are bad people out there and you just were a victim, you know, and uh, without a doubt, like, obviously there, there are people who are misbehaving, but think about the series of choices that had to take place for me to be the one that day that got my car smashed in. So I had first the bird had to live and then the bird had to get away and then the bird had to get in the tree. And then we had to think, cause if it had stayed on the ground we might've thought like, it'll be fine overnight, but if we had to get it and then it had to survive overnight. And then I had to choose to go in first thing in the morning. And when I pulled into the parking lot I thought about taking a parking spot really close in but it was a little bit of a harder turn. And I thought, ah, I'm just gonna take the easy one, the furthest one out. And then I looked at my handbag and I thought, you know, I know I'm going to make a donation when I go in here. I should really take my wallet with me. And I thought, no, I'll come. I'll make it when I get back out in the car. And then I walked in and I set the bird on the counter and I saw this really cute sweatshirt. And I thought I should run out to the car right now and get my wallet so I can buy this sweatshirt. And I talked myself out of it. If I had got out right then, I probably would have gotten the license number and the thing. So I made a series of choices that led to that experience. And furthermore, by the way, and I hate to end this on a very sad note, but the bird died, okay? So there's like all sorts of evidence that like the only reason I was there was so that I could learn this lesson. And the new lesson that I've got to learn because I, I met with my mastermind people that, you know, my advisory council, I call them because they advise me on like different shifts I'm making and different things that are happening. And one of the things I realized, is I said, uh, this is not about money, not being safe with me. That's fixed. I know money is safe with me, but this is about the new belief that I am now breaking through. And I've got a series of 
exercises I'm doing for this, and I will share them all with you. Every exact th- same thing I did, because of course the, you're the people I share these with as I start to do them and I see the shifts myself. But the new series is this is about not feeling deserving about the money I'm making because I'm not working hard enough. Because I have really been getting good. Like it's getting almost ridiculous how little I'm working at this point because I'm getting so good at just shifting money and feeling like, okay, it's just like, there's so much to say here that I can't say in such a short amount of time, but it's about the value of what you have. It's about the way you're thinking. It's about your expectation. It's about being deserving, not because you do or think or anything, but because, or because even because of who you are, but because everybody's deserving. And this is how it works for everybody. This is, we are worthy. Every single person is worthy and deserving just because, and with ease and with ease and flow. And so I share this journey with you all. I thought about doing it as a show and I still might do it as a show on the Mind Aware show, but it's complicated, right? So I'm thinking like, I'll, I'll start, we'll talk about it here and get your reaction. We'll talk about like how to sift through this because it sounds crazy. But when I first got here home after it happened, like I was really shook up and for like two or three days, you know, the guy, or I'm assuming it's a guy, no offense to the men who are listening. But I'm assuming it's a guy who did it, has got my driver's license. He knows where I live, you know, and we're out here in the middle of nowhere. And so I really felt like not safe and really vulnerable and violated for a few days. And it took a, you know, I would say a good solid 24 to 48 hours to really shift my energy around it and talk about it. But the more we talked about it uh, with my man and stuff is I thought, you know, imagine what an act of desperation that is. Imagine how desperate you have to be to, to do something like that and how now we kind of shifted from feeling vulnerable to laughing and going like, oh my God, we're so ridiculously abundant. We're just so ridiculously abundant. We, I can't even fathom that kind of desperation. And we're thinking about this person because they had to be watching and me walking up with my bird. And you know what that person's thinking? That person is thinking, these people have got their biggest worry is that some little bird is injured. <laughs> They are carrying that bird into the doctor. These people got money they don't know what to do with. I'm taking some of that money. You know, why wouldn't they think that? Of course they would. That is our biggest worry. Oh my God, the little bird hit its head. I'm going to take the little bird to the doctor. Like, think about the ridiculous. And then we started laughing because that was my man's comment. I started laughing thinking, oh my God, right? Like, we buy water every month because we don't drink the water out of the faucet. Like, like just ridiculous ways of spending money. You know, we feed our cat three foods a day because they certainly can't eat the same thing for every meal. Like just so crazy, right? So crazy. And so, so when we started to think of it on that level, and I started to think about the things I lost because actual value of the things I lost was like, whatever, $300 cash, which I haven't looked at or touched since COVID hit and my AirPods, you know, but other than that, we didn't lose anything financially, nothing. And it was a small price to pay for that lesson. Like if some therapist or psychologist would have said, look, and I'm going to help you break through a limiting belief, write me a check for 600 bucks. I'd be like, I will write that check all day long because what a cheap, easy way to get that lesson and to know now that's the work I need to do. So my new mantra 
in my new work that I'm doing, my new play that I'm doing is I deserve the money I'm making and it comes to me with ease. I deserve the money I'm making and it comes to me with ease. So that's my story. I'm going to get some feedback here now and see what y'all have to say. But but this is what I want you to do is I want you to take any negative experience you're having and go from that initial hit of disappointment and sadness to to shift it around. First of all, find the funny in it if you can. And second of all, find the lesson and use it. Use that lesson to shift that limiting belief because that's how they get shifted. This is our biggest gift we have is the results that we're getting. And it's true. It is the biggest gift we have, the results we're getting. And I'm glad I could share that story with you. And I'm so very thankful for you on this Thanksgiving day. Gratitude appreciation thankful for being aware thankful for being brain trainers thankful for having this community thankful for being proactive thinkers in our heads thankful for positive mindset and the results we get in our businesses and being able to be together on this thanksgiving day i'm thankful for you see you next time Uh, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think back. That crazy lady was smiling. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.